This is The Roxanne Show. Get ready. It's time to rise. Welcome back to the show. I can promise you today's episode is going to feel really good to any of you who have been feeling guilty about resting or thinking about resting in any area of your life. You know, it could be work, it could be training, it just be like overall you feel like you need to kind of quiet down and, you know, just get a little slower, but you feel guilty for it. This is your episode. And the interesting thing is, I bet that's most of you, right? Um, I myself have to wrestle with that at times. And I've gotten really good at submitting the guilt. And that's what I'm going to share with you today. I'm going to share with you, you know, why does that guilt even exist for the most part? I mean, everyone's going to have a different feeling, but there's this general um, reason that, you know, we've all had to engage with that has put us in a position where, especially as women, where we can feel really guilty when we got to, when we're getting the cue to take a break, right? Um, And I'm also going to share the importance of rest and not just from an idea of like a theory, but actually, you know, for your overall vitality and well-being, we're going to help to shift your mindset around what self-care actually means and why it does need to be prioritized, specifically, you know, moments of rest or surrender and lots of other things. So you're going to want to stick around for this the whole way through. So first, let's dive into why you're feeling guilty, why any of us feel guilty when it's time to rest, when we're getting the cue, the signal that it's time to rest. Let's actually first start by saying, I know that most of you who are tuned into me, who have been tuned into me, are likely high performers because I am and the nature of my content is geared towards high performers, which is always, you know, dressed with feminine um, energy, right? That everything that I share is always this harmonization of masculine, feminine energy. So it's not, you know, we're not drill sergeants over here at the Roxanne show. <laughs> but when it's time to fucking push and go, like you bet your ass that, you know, I can share tactics and ways to help you do that. And I, and I do, but, you know, compassion and nourishment and, you know, self-connection and obviously self-love, that's a big part of the conversation and a lot of the premise of my work as well, right, as a constant. And both are so important. But today I want to really focus on the softer stuff, you know, and the importance of resting and replenishment and nourishment without the guilt. So Back to where I was going to start in the beginning. So now that we've said that, you're a high performer, you're likely feeling guilt or have feel guilt or come up against these feelings when you're getting that cue of, I got to rest. Why? Well, because high performers have a hard time validating rest as something that, you know, like it's almost like you have to, you have to deserve it. You have to earn it. And it feels really hard to decide like what what's the threshold like what's the bar what's that point that says oh I've deserved the rest now I've earned the rest right because high performers we keep the bar so high you know that it's like you oftentimes you can feel like you didn't do enough to rest right let's just say you don't even identify yourself as a high performer because this is certainly not just for high performers you're a woman and you know you're moving through a lot of shit in your life. Maybe you're a mom, you're a college student, like 
both, you know, career, like whatever it is, all of the above, um, you're a woman. I think by nature that makes you an athlete because you have to be skilled in so many different areas at the same time. So I think women in general carry more of this feeling of guilt when it comes time to rest. And I I believe that so much of that does come as a result of, first of all, we just place high expectations on ourselves, which is not necessarily a bad thing at all, at all. Um, it does become a not great thing when it starts to tear into your health, which we'll, you know, talk about, I'll talk about in this episode. But I do also believe that because society has set up our workflow, our ideas of success around go hard, go a lot, and go constant, that, you know, you're kind of indoctrinated with this idea that if you're not doing all those things and you're almost like worthless, you're not doing enough, you are not enough. The feelings of not enoughness are really potent when we're moving through a society that says, if you're not pushing the gas pedal the whole fucking time, then you're just not doing good enough, right? And so much of even what you see out there, like in the high-performance world, um, kind of also lives in this space too. It's like, push, go, hard, like, bleed, fuck. And again, I am such an advocate for pushing, for, you know, mental resilience, for, you know, having strong grit and perseverance. And that doesn't come, you know, through a handout. You have to be in the arena facing a challenge and push through the challenge to be able to cultivate that. So I get that. But I, one of my favorite, favorite, favorite quotes, and it really has actually helped me shift my mindset around rest, is from Hoist Gracie. And the quote is, resting is training. Resting is training. That could actually be very helpful um, for someone who feels like they need to constantly be working, doing. When you start to look at, oh, resting is doing something. It just that something looks and feels like something different than my normal doing, right? You have to understand that resting, you know, having moments of slowing down is your recalibration moment. Here's a quote that you can take with you, and hopefully it really does help to have this idea that I'm sharing with you today really stick to resonate, to embed into your system. But, you know, resting is restorative for resilience, right? Resting restores your resilience. Resting restores your resilience. If you're not restoring your resilience, you're just becoming less resilient. And if you're becoming less resilient, you are now susceptible to burnout. You're susceptible to even potential illness. You're susceptible to just not great experiences, right? Resilience is essential, especially in today's world. We need to be resilient as fuck right? If you are a high performer, if you are somebody who's really reaching for, you know, more of your potential in life, you've got these great big goals, like you're, you know, you're really wanting to achieve great things for yourself in your life. You got to have a lot of resilience because you're going to face a lot of challenges, right? Everybody faces challenges, but I'm just saying like, if you're, you know, working to build an empire, you're going to 
have like probably thousands of more challenges because it's just par for the course. It comes with the nature of building anything great, right? So resilience needs to be respected as a vital tool to help you achieve what it is that you're aiming to achieve, right? And this is this is all what I just shared is so important, but now let me shift it in a different way, right? We want to start shifting our ideas, our mindset around rest and the self-care work that pertains to rest, right? Let's talk about masculine and feminine energy, one of my favorite subjects to talk about. Masculine, feminine energy. Masculine, the doing. Feminine, the being. Masculine, the go, the push. Feminine, the here, the now, right? Let's just kind of pause for a moment. Let's enjoy this moment. Let's replenish. Let's nourish, right? Both are important. Both have their place. One without the other, not great, right? Your masculine energy is more effective when your feminine energy is intact. It's strong because it allows for the masculine to be in full tact, like to be in its whole magnetic, powerful state, right? If you're not restoring, the masculine energy at some point is going to take a hit, right? And 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 the reverse as well. If you are just always in this kind of rest and, you know, kind of easy and just the being, then you don't probably have a lot of structure in your life that's going to help you to develop yourself and your world in ideal and optimal ways, right? So both are important. That's just, that's something I really want you to just keep in your mind right now. There's no competition. I call them in my poetry insatiable lovers. They are a team, but it's up to you. It's up to us to unify them to be a team. So if we're going back to this idea of resting without guilt, we need to also see that as honoring the feminine energy. You know, whether it's you physically feel tired, fatigued, you mentally feel tired, fatigued, and you don't even have to get to that point, by the way, but I know that most, (laughs) all of us will get to that point, you know, before we're like, okay, wait, let me just like have a moment to slow down, right? But if you, if you, if you don't honor the call, the cue, then you're really disconnecting from your feminine energy. That's not going to feel good. It's not going to feel good. My definition of burnout is being disconnected from self. The remedy to burnout is oftentimes what? It's doing a lot of self-care practices, meditation, slowing down, journaling, time in nature, time with your loved ones, quiet time, reflective time, right? All of that stuff brings you back into a state of wholeness where you are more what? Connected to self, right? So when we start to feel disconnected from self is when we are not operating holistically in our life. We're probably going so fucking hard in one area of our life that all the other areas, especially connectivity to self, is being undernourished. And, and that takes a toll, 
right? So we don't want that. We don't want to get there. We want to honor our rest as a duty. Like it's an actual duty. It's a job that we need to honor and respect, not only so that we can keep kicking ass in our life, but especially because our vitality relies on it. You know, we we don't want to become fragile. We don't want to become rigid. We don't want to become less resilient or any of that. And we will become all of that if rest isn't honored, right? The slowdown, the surrender. I mean, I love surrender. I talked about that in a recent episode. Surrender and submission are not the same thing. You do, you're not, if you surrender to the moment, let's just say you're you're actually in a moment of like overwhelm. Like there's just a lot coming at you at once and your brain is trying to process everything as fast as it can, but your nervous system is just having a hard time actually doing it. That's a moment where you go hands off the fucking wheel. I'm going to surrender right now. I'm going to come into my senses, be as present as I can, do the breath work, do some of these you know, tools like meditation, red light, yoga, um, going a long walk, t- earth grounding, put your feet in bare earth, right? Spend some time with loved ones, take yourself away from, you know, all of whatever it is that you're moving through. That's your cue to do that. That's surrendering to me. Surrendering is not just necessarily like, oh, hands off the wheel, like and you turn your back to your life. Not at all. It's just understanding that you don't have the solutions yet in your conscious state to process whatever it is that you need to process, or there's just so much coming at you at once that you know you just can't register how to move through it, you know, properly in that moment. So you just have to step away from the moment temporarily and get into these other actions that I just laid out for you so that you can, what, become more resilient. Your nervous system, your mindset can start to calm down. Composure can start to come in more, right? And you can get into this state where you are more resilient and then you can come back to whatever it is that you need to come back to with the steadiness of mind. You might even have solutions by then. You're going to be a different person by then, you know? So, I mean, we know that or if you didn't know, you're about to know, and this is a scientific fact, that when you change your physiological state, you change your emotional state. So if you are in a moment where you just feel run down and you just feel like you need to take a break and the inner critic, that voice is coming in telling you, no, you don't, you know, and starting to t- shit talk, right? You didn't earn this. It's not good enough. You You need to take that voice and first of all, don't be afraid of it. It's an opportunity for you to investigate what's really going on inside. What does this even mean? What are you afraid of? Usually, if you're not taking the break in any area of your life that you are getting the cue to take a break, let's just say it's training, right? Are you afraid that if you take a a rest day that you're what, going to gain weight, you're not going to be as strong in the gym, you're not going to be as skillful in that, you know, moment or in that sport or whatever. That's, that's, that's a truth. Usually there's a fear of loss. 
You have to do the self-inquiry work that's going to help you uncover what it is. Or if it's not a fear, you know, let's just say, but honestly, you guys, it's probably a fucking fear. Oh, if I don't keep pushing this way at work, you know, I'm not going to make the progress that I need to make. If I don't keep pushing this way, I'm going to lose money. If I don't keep pushing this way, you know, I'm going to not be people-pleasing and the person's not going to like me as much. Or I'm going to, I'm just telling you right now, I would bet money that if you actually sit down and put yourself through some proper self-inquiry journaling work, asking yourself the questions, why is this happening? Where is this coming from? Not from a place of judgment, always from a place of curiosity, right? You cannot learn and judge at the same time. Judgment is like you've concluded. You, there's not, you've concluded nothing. You're trying to learn right now. So you need to be curious, right? And definitely be compassionate with yourself in this process as well, right? Where is it coming from? Why is it coming from? Could it be this? Well, maybe. Well, why do you think that is? Well, because, and I'm just saying, like, I know this as a coach for years, really my whole life. So many times when people feel like they don't know the answer, no, you do. You just have to take time to sit down and uncover the answer. That's why it's so helpful to have a coach or mentor or somebody to talk to so you can process your thoughts, right? And usually when you have like a sounding board, an individual supporting you to be a sounding board, you'll uncover the solution because the solution is within you. That is what I have done my whole life with journaling. That's why I am such an advocate for journaling. That's why I created a guided journal for you. There's a link to that in the show notes because journaling is a right here, right now tool to help you get to answers that you want. Or even if it's not the answer immediately, I promise you, you will emotionally feel better just by doing this work of going inward and connecting with yourself, right? And so that's going to bring us back now to more ideas around why it's so important to take your rest without guilt when it's time to do it. This is an important insertion here. If you're not being honest with yourself, then, I mean, you're never going to grow in any area of your life that you're not being honest. Why am I saying this? Because if you're someone who's really not showing up in any area of your life where you're like, oh, I, I need rest, you know, but you're not truly showing up and, you know, giving it your, 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 your true effort, you know, effort will, you know, your best will look different on every day. But I'm just saying like, you know, if you're really showing up in any area of your life where, you know, you're being asked to, you're feeling the cue of like, I got to slow down. I got to surrender. I got to like, you'll know if that's a truth or if you're making an excuse. That's all I'm trying to say here. We're all adults, kind of. <laughs> Kid forever. Um, but I'm just saying, like, don't bullshit yourself. You know, that's that's the f one of the greatest statements of uh, disrespect for yourself, right? Like, if, you, if you're really not giving it your all, then, you know, then get into that masculine energy and, and fucking push. <laughs> get some shit done. You know what I'm saying? But... I trust that if you're this far on this episode, it's because you're actually the individual who does. You're giving it your all, whether that's 
as a whole in your life or maybe a certain area that's really mattering to you right now or, you know, whatever. But the the point, the, the main thing here is that you only knew know the truth. So I'm trusting that you will be honest with yourself. And from that truth, you will then know what action to take, you know, whether it is rest or whether it's not. All right, now I want to talk about one of my fucking least favorite words. <laughs> and I'm laughing because if one of my friends is watching this or listening, they already know what it is. Um, it's not should. That is top three. The word is busy. Busy. I just can't stand that word, you guys. And if you've been tuned into me for some time, you know I'm a writer. I'm weird about words. Words cast spells. Words are an energetic experience. So there's a lot of meaning to words, you know, their impact. And the word busy is just so boring to me. And it's become such a fucking trophy. Oh, I was just, ah, it's busy. Like, you know, how are you? Are, are you busy? You know, you go places like, oh, that's good. You're busy. Like, we're all busy. Then we die. And busy with what? Busy. Right, I can go on. I have to be careful right now. <laughs> Because that's how much I don't like this word. But why is this word important to bring up in this episode? Because that word, this productivity myth around like, if you're not busy, then again, it goes back to the beginning of this episode. Then you're just not good enough. Like, what are you worth if you're not busy? You know, I never want to be busy. You will never hear me say I'm busy. When somebody asks how I'm doing, how I, I get so much more, um, uh, detailed, like, oh, I'm training, I'm learning, I'm growing, I'm creating, I'm laughing at myself along the way. Like, I will never say I'm busy. It's just boring. And I think it is such a disservice to a lot of mindsets, you know, especially just there's so many people now who feel like if they cannot say that they're busy, then they just don't feel like they have substance in their life. Like they're just not worthy of it. But again, you could be busy with a lot of stupid shit. You could be busy with just watching Netflix all the time or scrolling on your phone. I could be busy. Like you don't want to just be busy. You want to be doing very intentional and meaningful uh, things in your life, you know, actions in your life. And I just, the 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 reason why I am totally assaulting the word busy right now is because I do believe that that word also is one of the greatest reasons why um, individuals can feel really guilty around, you know, taking a break. Oh, if I'm not busy, like if I take this break, then I'm not busy. So then I'm not like doing much. So then I'm not much. Do you understand what I'm saying? I hope when you hear the word fucking busy, after this episode, you laugh because you'll remember how much I despise it. <laughs> and you'll just rethink, like when somebody asks you, you know, how you're doing, that you're maybe going to give a different answer if, if busy has been your default. Maybe you're going to be a little bit more, you know, descriptive of like, oh, I've been, you know, really great. I've been learning. I've been you know, just really curious lately. I've been, you know, deep diving into new areas of my life. I've been, I'm just saying it's so much more fucking interesting to yourself and to an individual. But it also, I think it does give you more credit and for your own mindset, your own psychology, 
versus just being busy. And it also makes it clear about, you know, the things that you're actually doing, you know, like puts more value to the things that you're actually doing. Because if you can't really be descriptive in those ways, oh, you know, I'm, you know, I'm learning, I'm getting stronger, I'm training, I'm failing all the way, I'm like, you know, increasing, I'm really expanding right now. Like that's, I'm actually sharing what I'm, I'm actually living, you know, versus just this one pile up word that doesn't necessarily mean shit. And if anything, it's making people feel like some kind of like acknowledgement of themselves that doesn't necessarily have much substance to it and can make them feel less than if they're not, you know, holding that word up next to their name. Anyways, I digress, but I'm just saying, fuck busy. <laughs> let me know if you're watching this on YouTube. Let me know how you feel about that word now after this episode. All right. I cannot end this episode without putting in this very, 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 very important piece here. Boundaries. Boundaries. So boundaries are here to protect your well-being. And not just boundaries from other people, boundaries from yourself even, right? So when we want to think about taking the rest, the break, restoring ourself, right? And we're thinking about the self-care practices. So let's just say you know, you have morning and evening rituals now, a couple minutes, whatever you can afford. It could be longer, of course, if you have the space, time for that in your schedule. But you just, you start your day more in the feminine energy, more in the being, self-connectivity, you know, more of the nourishment, and you end your day on that as well, right? And then in the middle of the day, yeah, you're fucking all in masculine energy, like go, right? Um, that is going to be very, that's my my flow of energy, Feminine, yin, yang, yin. And this keeps the harmony of the masculine feminine energies of my doing and my being just really optimized, really, you know, in a harmonious state, right? But I have to have strong boundaries to enforce. I'm just giving you one example, right, of, of this this energetic flow and the, the, the self-care rituals. Uh, boundaries look like I don't talk to people after 7 o'clock, Pretty much. I mean, maybe like one or two individuals, you know, my sister or something, my mom. But as I start to get closer to bed, I'm very, very particular about what I'm doing, who I'm talking to, what I'm watching, because I'm taking my brain from beta, which is like high productive, and moving it into alpha, which is more calm, like the meditative state, so that I can move into theta, which is hypnosis, and then you go into deep sleep, right? You don't go from beta to theta in deep sleep. So if I want to get into deep rest, then I need to make sure that I'm optimizing my brainwaves to be able to do this. And that means I have to have strong boundaries. I'm not, you know, watching, you know, a bunch of, with the exception of fight night, one Saturday night, you know, I'm not watching things that keep me highly stimulated. I'm not listening to anything that, you know, upregulate, like jacks my nervous system, um, I'm getting more into that space of restorative energy, which means that anything that I am engaging with is also supporting that restorative energy. Does that make sense? And in the morning, it's the same thing. I don't just go onto social media and, you know, just immediately go outwards. Hell no. That's the fastest route to get your nervous system intercepted. Because once you see something, you can't unsee it. So if it's something that you didn't want to see, well, now you have to just spend all this energy 
trying to manage whatever that is, like your internal, and then who knows what it is, maybe something you have to manage on the outside, right? So my point is, is that like boundaries is, and we could talk about, I'll talk about some boundaries on the external as well, but you have to have some personal care boundaries for yourself. You know, if you know that eating late is not going to put you in the best state of sleep, which is then going to fuck you up for the next day, then you got to have some boundaries around when you stop eating your dinner, right? Again, these are just personal boundaries. If you know that anytime you talk to that person, whoever that person is, you start to feel guilty about taking rest or you feel like you're not doing good enough all of a sudden or you go into more of a negative mindset, you got to have boundaries around talking to that person. Maybe it's something you can't just or you don't necessarily want to just eliminate, you know, could be a family member, but then have boundaries around when you talk to that person, you know, so because you know if you talk to that individual, you kind of have to be more of a resilient state. You have to be more mentally prepared to be able to handle whatever it is energetically that you're going to get from them, right? And if you're in a state where you don't have that resilience, you're already handling a lot of things in your life in that day, in that moment, then that is not going to be the time to talk to the individual. So if they're calling you, you got to have a boundary and not pick it up. See what I'm saying? These are personal boundaries. Now there's boundaries with others as well that you have to enforce, And I can just, you know, I mean, anyone who's not going to honor what you need to do for your own self-care, there needs to be a boundary put into place to let the individual know that this is important to you. You prioritize this, like it or not, take it or leave it. Like there's no, it's, it's impenetrable, you know? So if you tell somebody, I don't know, I have to be in bed by eight o'clock at night, you know, and, you know, that person is calling you at 830. They're not respecting the boundary. I don't, I'm just making up an, an example. The point is, is that if you say to someone, for example, I'm going to, um, and so when I say someone, it could be anybody, a loved one or anybody in your life, you know, for the next week, I'm really going to take a break from drinking. Maybe you drink, Right. And then, you know, this friend is hitting you up two days later. Oh, do you want to go get some cocktails? It's like, okay, just told you I want to take a break from drinking. You need to be able to say, no, thank you. I'm taking a break right now. This is part of my self-care practice right now, right? Boundaries are really important, you guys. Your self-care is reliant on the boundaries that you have with your own self as well as the external world. And all of us have to enforce boundaries. I, I gave you some examples in my own life. You know, at some point in the game when we're trying to maint, maintenance and optimize our well-being. So don't be afraid to put, you know, enforce your boundaries. Look at boundaries as love letters to yourself that say to yourself, I care for you. I love you. I'm protecting you. You matter. I respect you. That's how you need to embrace boundaries by definition because that's actually what they're doing. That's what they are. So there's no way that I could talk, you know, about all things rest and, you know, optimizing, you know, your your replenishment and and everything that I've talked about this episode without bringing boundaries into the picture because it's an actual tool that's going to help you to 
and, you know, do this replenishment work and to do it consistently. So lots of information shared here. I hope that you feel a deep exhale, a legal (laughs) exhale, no guilt if this was the sign, the invitation that you needed to officially take your foot off the gas pedal for a moment in any area of your life so that you could recalibrate yourself. If you're an artist, you know, a creator, I am. Creativity is a full body experience. That's how I see it. And there's science that shows, that proves that we need scheduled breaks to keep our creativity at optimal levels. Again, resting is training. Look at times of slowing down as actual times where you're progressing forward. It's all a mindset game. You cannot look at slowing down as a setback. It's not unless you, you know, the only way it'll be a setback is if you see it as a setback. But I promise you, that's just the fast track to (laughs) burnout. It's not. It's a set. It's it's going to help you move forward and move forward powerfully. You know, you're not going to, you're going to be strong the whole way through. You're not falling apart as you keep moving forward. I can go on and on. Get the point? If this episode supported you, please let me know. Subscribe if you're watching on YouTube. Put one of your favorite takeaways or something that really helped you in the comments. Um, If you're listening to this on Spotify, please let me know in the Q&A section. It's super fun back there to see how you take to the to the episode. So thank you to all of you who do engage in, in Spotify. That's just like a fun new thing that I'm having a really good time um, reading your comments on. And you can always DM me, Roxy Look, at Instagram. Let me know if this helped you. Share it on your Instagram stories. If you haven't already rated this podcast five stars and given us a review, please take a moment to do so. There is a link in the show notes. You just have to read the show notes because I know a lot of you guys are like, I want to do it, but I don't know where it is. It's always in the show notes for you. And thank you to all who have been taking the time. It's been so incredible to read the new reviews. It means so much to me, my team, and everybody else who gets to learn about the show because you're truly helping the Roxanne show get out there more. So I hope you enjoy your replenishment, your non-guilt rest, and I'll see you in the next one. Thanks so much for listening, you guys. Please like, subscribe, and share. And don't forget to leave us a five-star rating and review. 